Hey, yo, who, who would be your ideal first round matchup for the Knicks? For the Knicks? Give me Milwaukee, bro. We'll take them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boy. Arsenal about to get that L. <laughs> you guys are gonna hold an L. Arsenal, right? L. Yeah, yeah. You should know what that means. Man United are gonna hold an L. Bro, don't talk to me, bro. You, I don't you, like. No, my United is winning that, bro. Come on. I couldn't find mm. my. I couldn't. We're in better form than you. No cap. We've won four in a row. I think. We've won. We've got out of our last eighteen points. We've got sixteen. Don't chat shit to me. We will batter you, bro. We'll see. That's that's long, right. bro. You're talking and talking and talking. Man, you has in our last five. We we lost one, drew one, and won three. So it's like, so chill out. What's a loss, you, bro? What is a loss? And the loss. What's that? The loss was what? the loss was a real question. <laughs> That's okay. Sometimes you know we need to. How the fuck did we lose to Sheffield, bro? It don't make sense. They're the literal worst team in the. Sheffield, shit, Anyways, bro, wrong sport, wrong time for this. It's the wrong time for this. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right. It's, it's it's probably just all gonna like at least part of it is, is gonna make the intro, but still, welcome, 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 everyone. To episode eight of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes, I feel like we're cruising through this almost into the double digits. How's everyone doing today? I'm good, you know. I'm good, I'm man. My water. Chilling. I'm blessed. Yep, um, water uh, two cups. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to do the intros, but I'm I'm Chisholm. With me today is Noble and Vinu. Noble right now is drinking out of two cups. At the same time, I'm the thirst killer. That's why thirst killer. <laughs> I stay wet. All okay. right, man. Yeah, go on, Jason. How's your week been, bro? Oh, my week. My week has been all right. Um, just working. It was. This is a. This was the last week of our. Our fiscal quarter at work, so it was. It was a little stressful, but. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. It's over now. On to February. Uh, so, yeah, just chilling, just chilling, and watching a lot of basketball games. I watched, yeah. watched quite a few games this week. It was fun. Pozingas had a rough night last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Mavs have been uh, have been looking a little rough lately, and Luca was oh. saying he's tired of the losing. They gonna lose for more. You a hater, bro. <laughs> Bro, I'm just out here to see everyone fail. You don't understand. I know there's no success for my team this season, so I just love to see the failure. These, these are the kind of toxic people good. you can't keep around you. Yeah, okay. I was about That's to okay. say that. Now you're not around me, are you? I'm, I'm enjoying this shit from my couch, where the Knicks won't be very soon. What? Oh, the Knicks, the ones, the ones that will make the uh, the playoffs this year. You'll see. They gonna make what? <laughs> Bro, bro. Oh, the cocaine, bro. Lock down these people on the cocaine. They winning, this man bro. said the Knicks going to make the... Winning. Oh, stop it. Stop it. winning. Austin Rivers got you believing different, but stop it. Not Austin Rivers. Julius Randle, the god. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, bro. <laughs> Because you're saying it, he didn't mean it like he, he was like Austin Rivers there too, you know. He's captain, but you know Julius Randle's the old G- Julius Randle, bro. RJ Barrett's bullying. Julius Randle. Hey yo, who who would be your ideal first round matchup for the Knicks? For the Knicks, give me Milwaukee, bro. We'll take them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll take them out. Oh, honestly, down the pace, put it to his left. <laughs> Something like if we get something like Miami or like uh who else is in the play maybe Atlanta we could do some work on them. I think like you might have a chance to Atlanta, but I don't think you really want uh you really want to, to go no, against they won't, bro. Miami. Atlanta's yeah, gonna got, sing like, 150 hey, he points. You don't know him yet. He's gonna have to meet him still. RJ who? No Barrett? We've got Alec Bucks off the bench. Yeah, Yo, I don't think any other team wants Alec Burks coming off their bench, though. Bro, everyone he got traded from twenty-five teams. 
2015 league said we don't want this nigga. Then the Knicks were like, yeah, we'll, we'll save his career. The Knicks is where you go when no one else wants you because they will always have a space That's for you. That's fine. That's fine. You come here, you're going to win. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> win what, though? They go with some free Netflix, fam. Because <laughs> 95% of your games, and you're gonna at least make it to the nine seed. I mean, technically, it's free money because you know, you know, there's nothing that there's nothing. There are no team expectations for the season. So even if you have a good season or a bad season, you're getting your paycheck either way. Well, so all I, guess, I know, I is, you all I know is, if you watched the next Cavs game yesterday, we slapped them, bro, and it was not close. And you watch the game, these guys, Tom Thibodeau got them playing proper basketball. He got them playing defense. Even Kevin... You know what, yeah? Since the Cavs beat the Nets twice in a row, technically the Knicks are better than the Nets. That's what you're trying to say, right? (laughs) Better than the Knicks. Yo, you, you know what? You know, like, something I just thought of right now? You never hear, like, you rarely hear, like, like players being frustrated on the on the Knicks. Like, since Porzingis left, at least. Exactly. Even though they he keep losing, no one is frustrated. Because everyone is just used to losing. He was it's because there's no expectations, bro. It's like, you, you sign the contract and it's just like, eh, fuck it. Like, I, I don't want to win. Nah, we might nah. as well just get the shit it, over with. It's because Porzingis was toxic. You see the Mavs are losing since he's come back. Crazy. <laughs> Oh man, Dolan needs to sell that team. Yeah, no but- cap, no cap. Now nah, I'm, I'm talking about Porzingis <laughs> though. Listen, the Knicks right now are not a joke. Their record is not a fluke. They are a genuinely not a mm-hmm. really good middling out team in the East. Yeah, is- generally point four five team, nine and eleven. Genuinely, how long it's been since we've seen that many wins in a season? <laughs> And that's the saddest part of your argument. The fact that this, oh, this is the best that you've seen oh, from God. them in like three, four, five years, maybe. Nah, for real though, the, Knicks, the Knicks are a, a legit playoff team this year. Like, I, I think they actually will make the playoffs, but then you're probably going to be in that seventh or eighth spot. So it's a, it's a, it's a first round out. I do but not, it's still better than... Yeah, I do not care what happens to us. The fact that the Knicks made the playoffs and the fact that it's New York makes it a destination... This is exactly what the Nets did when they got KD and Kyrie. The season mm-hmm. before, they were a low playoff team with D'Lo. And then they made moves because they were an attractive destination then. But, but who's, who's the free agent that you could go after this, this offseason though? Who's coming up in free agency? Like the, the one player that was the biggest star that was going to be out was Giannis. But then obviously he's, uh, he, he re-signed that extension. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking now, yeah, and in 2021 free agency, there's gonna be. Did CP3 only sign a a one year deal? Uh no, he signed the four year with the with the Clippers and then traded to Houston oh, and then Houston to OKC. Firing. OKC sounds, yeah. So there's gonna be Chris Paul. Kawhi is gonna be there if he doesn't take his option. Blake has an option. <sighs> Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, hey, please, name, uh, and, and, and those other. And Andre Drummond, yeah. Victor Depot. Yeah. Okay, see, those names all make sense. We'll take back Tim Hardaway Jr. Don't, don't mention Griffin's name. Again. <laughs> Run it back. Relationship with Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Just run it back, bro. No, but, but, but let's there, get to your... There are some mid-tier uh, stars there. Players like... Yeah. Players like Oladipo that we can get, and that will just take our team to a to a next level. Yeah, get get you to that six spot. Yeah, five, four, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe four. I don't know about four, but definitely like get you, get you a little higher. Maybe you could get a, a more favorable matchup in wait, the playoffs. Stop this. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, but, y'all need to stop. Y'all need well, we'll to cut see. the bullshit. Okay, stop it. <laughs> stop it. We're out here entertaining the fact that they're number eight. That's good enough. You're telling me they're going higher. Stop it. Bro. No, not this year. Bro, not this two, year. This year two years ago, they thought they were getting Kyrie, KD, and yeah, Zion, bro. Ghosts. Like, they, they just they just need hope. It's just... No, Knicks, just Knicks, let them have his hope, always man. Have, will always have improportional hope. Like, they will always have hope that just... See, as a Knicks fan, you have to be a different kind of crazy. That's just what it is. 
That's just what it is. Listen, being a fan of that organization will do things to your mental health over time. And Vino is the clearest example of that. Do you see the things that come out of his mouth? This man was trying to tell me that RJ Barrett was going... He, he, I remember at the start of the season, he was like, RJ Barrett is going to... Look out. He's going to be an explosive threat this season, bro. He's going to... He was thinking 26 yeah, points a game. <laughs> what, what, what? I didn't say 26. I said 20, 23. And what's he doing? 18. On how many nights? <laughs> he could come out and give you 18. And he could come out and give you 3. Bro, don't, 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 don't mention yeah, his name. Yeah, needs to be worked on, but he's bowling this season, bro. You can't take that away from him. RJ Barrett is not, he's not the star player on his bench. Bro, you know he's <laughs> It's Alec right? Burks. Listen, all I know is, <laughs> your, your big class Oklahoma City Thunder will trade your entire team to get Julius Randle. <laughs> Actually, hell to the fuck, no. We don't want him. Keep him, fam. We don't want him. Wow. You see the amount of... Yo, we, we had... Excuse me. I know we might not have them no more yet, but we had Chris Paul, Paul George, Westbrook, CP... Oh, sorry. I said CP3 already. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Steven Adams, Reggie Jackson. These are the names who came through the organization, bro. We don't need no goddamn Julius Randle. But then with all those names, there's still no ring, though. That's, that's, a, low, that's a little rough. Okay, I don't want you. I don't want to hear shit from you, bro. You guys have to go and get the best player in the world to get a ring. You literally couldn't do nothing else. That's that's how you get rings, bro. Nah, bro. that's not how you. That's that's how that the Lakers how you do get it. Rings. That's not how other people do it. Other people they try they try to draft people. Lakers just Lakers. You know what? They just say, oh, "Let me call up the best player." Yeah, Roy Wogwan, Chris Paul. Do you want to come play for the Lakers, bro? Paul Gasol. Do you want to come play for the Lakers? Yo, who did you guys draft? Is it our fault that we wait, know how wait, to make deals? No, no. Kobe Bryant? Kobe, actually, actually yeah, no, we didn't, didn't draft Kobe. Kobe. They, they traded for him. Charlotte. No, but they got him on draft. Yeah, they but they, they traded for him. Bro, this is my point. They, they don't okay. know how to draft shit. But because it's the Lakers, everybody wants oh, to... Oh, we didn't draft Ingram. We didn't draft Ingram. Right and where make that right flip. Now? Flip, bro. Yo, you gotta make trades, bro. You can't just sit. You can't just sit with with, with players until they leave. He resulted. Gotta make trades. I can I can't really hate on that. But at the time, no, no, no. But let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. If Brandon Ingram was what anyone thought Brandon Ingram was going to be doing, what he was doing right now at the time of the trade, that trade would have been a whole lot different. They wouldn't have given up so much. They would have done Brandon Ingram. They they would have probably given up Kuzma instead of instead of Ingram. Kuzma, bro. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. Look, look at look at you stop playing Coos. Coos. Oh, this guy had like four points his last like his last four out of five games. He had like four or three points. It, it is hurtful to watch him play sometimes. And then the game against the Pistons randomly went for twenty two, but I guess um, AD wasn't wasn't playing, so we we took an L. Only scored fourteen points in the fourth quarter. And, and loss of the fucking Pistons. That, that pissed me off. Jeremy <laughs> but, Grant! But he did play shit that day, though. But, I mean, he was going against LeBron. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, he was he was doing a... Making a couple of nice passes. Blake Griffin just absolutely cooked the Lakers. Lakers had no answer for Blake Griffin, which is disgusting <laughs> to see. Um, but it yeah. is what it is. It, it was uh, the second night of a back-to-back. But let's get to the Bucks. With the upgrades the Bucks have made this offseason, do you see them making it further into the playoffs this year? Yana shot one percent from the free throw line. I closed my case. Wow, <laughs> oh, wow. We're going after people. Can't have that. No, no. If I can hit my free throws, Yanis can hit more than one for ten. No. I'm not Maybe. willing to accept that they're yeah. they can't be a legit contender until their number one option can drive to the lane, get fouled, and not turn, basically do an equivalent of a turnover. It doesn't yep. matter if you foul Yannis. I 100% agree with that. You can foul him, and you bet a lot on the fact that he will make one or zero. Yep. Like, his free throw numbers are, have been down the past couple of years, and right now he's at a career low at 58%. Yeah. Which is... Insane for a first option on, on a team. Yeah, and earlier this season, you saw there was one game where he had a free throw to tie the game or win the game, and I think he almost airballed it. It was front rim. Yep. 
he seems to be. I don't want to say that he's cho- he's a choker or he's not clutch, but he doesn't seem to be clutch in free throws. Definitely not. I, d- I just don't understand how his shooting has gotten progressively worse the longer he's been in the league. Muscle. Like, we've seen players put on muscle and not become this bad at shooting, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. He's up to fill up the box score, I just want to say. But, yes, I mean, I mean when you're talking about... Even his numbers though, are down from last year, though. His numbers, like, his, his points are down from last year. His rebounds are down from last year. Yeah. So it's like... But then that's because you also have a player like Drew Holiday on the team. Yeah, Drew takes more So he will take away from those numbers because he's a defensive... He's a guy who gets boards too. Um, but And he has been doing good. I think, just like with every other team, they have growing pains in like finding their right... You know where the box fucked Where? Please when they me. lost Malcolm Brogdon. Because he... Was, he would have been such a perfect player to play point because he plays defense. He's versatile offensively. He, he can play the uh, the role of a playmaker rather than a scorer. And he's a sniper from three. Yeah. 50-40-90 club. And when Giannis isn't rolling, he can run plays for Giannis for easy buckets. And if they front him, front Giannis, throw it over. If they hedge the, uh, the screen... Sorry, if they don't hit the screen and you have an open shot on the other side, he can just pull it and it's a three. And it's reliable. Yeah. I think Drew can do it to some extent, but not at the same clip. Yeah, but the thing is, my one of my biggest reasons for not... For why I think the, the Bucks can't, can't win a championship this year at least, is I just don't believe that your closer can be... Like, the closer on a championship team can be Chris Middleton. Because right now, that's what yeah. it is. Whenever it's crunch time, you can't put the ball in Giannis's hands because teams are just going to form a wall like by the rim. He's going to miss free throws. But you know what? So you put it in your second best player's hands, and that's Chris Middleton. And I just don't trust Chris Middleton to take you to the finish no, line. I don't agree with that. I trust Chris Middleton. I think. I was going to say that. Middleton is a bad boy. Chris Middleton has made big shots, enough for me to see that this guy is capable of making big shots. The problem is, the team... First of all, if we just talk about Yanis' legacy, how's it going to look if Chris Middleton is taking all the big shots? He's, he's not building a legacy for himself that way. All the big players, all the best players want to take the last shot. And no matter if Chris Middleton's better at him than that, better than him at that, sorry, Yanis is going to want to take that shot. And he's building up the three-point jumper. And I don't think it's long before when the inbound comes in, he's the one shooting the three. And that's just a bad look. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it either. I don't. I don't like the the idea of um, Yanis being the the one taking that last shot. Because if it's a three, his release is too slow, especially if it's like one second left on the clock. Yeah. Um, and if there's enough time on the clock for him to drive, he's probably gonna get fouled. Yeah. And at that point, he might as well just go home because he's not gonna make his free throws that often. It feels often. like he generates power through his shoulders. Man, you know what's weird? I, if you actually go back and watch um, Yanis's rookie year... It was such a nice shooting... Yeah, it was so smooth. I'm like, yo, how did you guys manage to mess up a shot this bad? They're doing it a lot nowadays. I've noticed Markel, they did it with Dennis Smith. A lot of people yeah. start to get fucked up. Like when they Even get bigger, yeah. Them. When they change their body, they can't really... They don't really move, change their uh, just their shot. I don't know. It's weird, man. Mm. Yeah. Like, go go and hire the, the lethal shooter, bro. Yeah. That guy, he, he knows like, what he's doing. I feel like once you've got your release, if it's not terrible, unless it's terrible, you stick with it and then you try and build a good consistency with that. You don't change the jump shot. Yeah. But hey, these, these NBA guys know better, I guess. I mean... It's not looking like they do because obviously Giannis, if he keeps up this rate, he might as well just, he might become like a 50% free throw shooter next year with the way his numbers are no, but dropping. Even if he jumps to 65, that's still not good enough. LeBron gets grilled at 65-70%, which is also not good enough, but LeBron makes up for it in other ways. Yep. Giannis, I don't think he makes up for it in the playmaking ways that LeBron does the same way. He's not 
people trying to make Giannis the next best player in the in the league. I think it's more likely to be someone like a Brandon Ingram or even a Bradley Bill, just a straight up scorer, than Giannis. Honestly, I feel like the the Bucks need to to run more pick and roll with Giannis. Like have him be like the the guy setting the picks. Yeah, like he needs he needs just, to be off the ball. Like yeah. he, he has so much pull just because of who he is that he naturally will take two players and maybe even leave the the guy who who's doing the pick and roll with open. Or by mistake, they decide to go with the guy who has the ball because that guy it would be Drew Holiday. I mean, if they decide yeah. to like jump on him on the shot or something, he can just throw it anywhere near the rim, and Yanis will finish the rest. So yeah, yeah, they need to really play him off the ball. But I mean, you need a coach. I feel like Budenholzer is a good coach. He's a Spurs coach. He's a team coach. I just need him to really put that team as team mentality back into the box again and just because Giannis even brings up the ball from the free throw line and the problem is because it works so many times they think it's a good play or it's a good move or something but it only works in the regular season bro at this point you shouldn't be trying to even at this moment right now you should be trying to work at for your for your goal that should be the goal so you should be playing every single game like it's a championship game yeah Mm. Giannis is a 6'11 Russell Westbrook Wow. Let's see. Let, 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 let me take. I need some time to, to take that in. Six level Russell Westbrook. They Westbrook has more assists, mean, bro. Stop it. Westbrook has better vision, IQ. Stop it. Yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> they have the same game, though, bro. Yannick is mean, better at it, but that's because he's 6'11, so he's more efficient with it. You know what? I don't think um, what's his face? James Harden was wrong a few years ago when he said um, if Giannis was six six, he'd probably be a bench player. That was iconic. That beef was iconic. Yep. Because if you actually think of it like this, if he wasn't as tall as he is, it's tough to see him putting up these numbers. (laughs) Yeah, but height is talent. I'm sorry, but height is a talent. True, very true. You can't teach height. That that is that is very true. But back to your your earlier point about Coach Budenholzer, I think he might just be a good regular season coach. And like, because all his teams have, have, have performed well in the, in the regular mm-hmm. season. Remember that Atlanta yeah, team Atlanta that yeah, had four um, five guys be the be on or four guys be on the All Star team. Um, like just. Went around the league just destroying everyone, getting to the playoffs, crash. Yeah, like a 50 The Bucks so yeah. far, Bucks so far, every year around 50, 55, maybe even 60 wins. And then after getting to the playoffs, crash and burn. Yeah. So I don't think he's making enough adjustments in the, in the playoffs, in the which is when he needs to be making those adjustments. Because I know that they've signed Giannis. Well, now they signed Giannis because they promised him that like, we're getting serious with this. So if they have like a subpar season this year, like the only way they can convince Giannis we're still trying to have a championship in our minds if like they make some personal change, like some serious either player changes, which I don't really see happening. So most likely coaching change. So Golden Hoser really has to get his shit together this season. Like I'm guessing he's not going to be around next season if he doesn't. No, listen, the Bucks are an interesting topic, but they, I think... They just have to get their shit together. If they can get their shit together, they can work around Yanis's weaknesses. But right now, they don't have enough to patch it up. What's What's more worrying for me is when I look at the Pelicans, bro. Whew. They're not. Well, I mean, bad, we, right? what did you guys expect, though? <laughs> I bro, to be at least okay. I expected the defense to like be good at least, and on the offensive end, I don't know what they were thinking. With this starting lineup of Brandon Ingram, who I think he's the best player on the team, and is really the only guy in that, in that lineup that can really shoot the ball. But then around him, you have Zion, who doesn't really shoot, Steven Adams, who doesn't really shoot, Lonzo Ball, whose shot isn't very good, and Bledsoe, whose shot is also not very good. So you have four guys on the court that aren't spacing the floor at all, or spacing the floor very well at least. Like, and they are giving up 12 more th- uh, attempts at three than their opponents. 
And for reference, last year the Spurs had the worst, um, like they were the worst in that category, and they were giving up only six more. So these guys are just letting the opponents just take threes, and on the other end, they're not shooting any threes, and they're getting fucking blown out. Yeah. From the three point line. Basically. But, bro, I just, I don't think, I think it's because they're in the West, to be honest. They're 7 and 10. In the East, 7 and 10 would get you to the 10 seed. They're the 14 seed in the West. The Bulls are the 10 seed in the East, and they're 7 and 10. They're not as bad as they look in the standings, because even if you look at their team, no one's really underperforming like that. It's just that they're in a conference where they can't really look good. Brandon Ingram is averaging 24 points per game. Steven Adams is averaging 10 rebounds. Lonzo's averaging basically what Lonzo averages. He, do, he doesn't seem to improve really anymore. He just is who he is. But it's nothing's really going wrong for them. Eric Bledsoe's playing well. It's JJ. I just don't think they have enough yet. Like You look at the teams above them. Somehow, OKC, they're going to drop down because they're losers. Um, so they're going to end up ahead of the Knicks, though. <laughs> No, they're not. They're definitely not. Yeah, they definitely will. They definitely will. Minnesota are better than they they look, but they're going to stay down at the bottom, really. Dallas is going to come up. I think Portland will stay there. The the Warriors might drop down, but all of these teams... Warriors are going to go up. Watch me. Warriors are making playoffs. I think Warriors are making playoffs. I think they might. I don't know, man. I don't think the Spurs maintain it 11-8, though. Like... The thing is, when I watch the Spurs play, it's just there's a few guys on that team who who can make shots. And on the defensive end, it's all about just principles and mm-hmm. understanding who you're playing. Mm-hmm. And they are a team led by a coach that just understands all of that and knows how to bring it all together. So I think the Spurs actually ha- can make a decent run at the playoffs just because... On the offensive end, they can hang with with a few with more, yeah, with like at least sixty percent of the teams in the league. They can, on the have, defensive they can hang end, with they're a team that doesn't team have a legitimate than... star. But anything that has a legitimate True. star put, kind of puts them in trouble. Yeah. The thing is, DeRozan's kind of playing like he was in his last years in Toronto now. I mean, yeah, they've they've be, but if you look threes. at them, they beat the Nuggets. They beat the they beat the Nuggets. They beat the Celtics. They lost to the Warriors. They slapped the Trailblazers. They lost to the Mavs. Yeah, they lost to the Mavs. They they beat the Rockets and lost to the Rockets. So it looks to me like they're still trying to find their identity because Greg Popovich doesn't play teams like this. Greg Popovich's team, the teams they're supposed to beat, they beat. The teams they're not supposed to, yep. like, then they compete with the ones who they're, like, there are no guesses on how they're going to perform on every night. So it looks to me like they're still figure, figuring themselves out. So if they're still figuring themselves out and they're still and they're eleven and eight right now, they're definitely making the playoffs. And you're right, they could potentially make a deep run. Well, then, I know I started off this thing by saying what happened to the Pelicans, but I think they could be almost five hundred and just be really bad because of the West. I like I've been watching Zion play, and Zion does not look like he cares about defense at all right now. Yeah. Like, he, he's letting people blow by him. Uh, like, people who shouldn't even, like, get to get to run beside him. He's letting drive by him. Um, whenever there's someone coming at him in the paint, he's not really, like, getting up there and, and trying to block shots. And it's not like he hasn't ever played defense. At Duke, this guy was blocking shots everywhere. Um, he has hi- highlights from high school where he's just destroying people's kids and, and fucking up everyone's confidence. <laughs> So this yeah. guy clearly can play defense, he's athletic enough to do it, but then he's just not doing it but right he's now. He's basically a rookie, though. That's why. Yeah, but then rookie, like rookies, are supposed to give effort at least. No, but I think, I think that's what the NCAA and people's, the media and everything does. It's inflated these players' egos. He's known as a star already, and he he was known as a star before he ever played an NBA game. True. What can you do, bro? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he played like eight games last season and still got uh, a couple, I think it was one or two votes mm-hmm. for, for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, that was why like, That's maybe, why maybe it's just unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. Chisong. Yeah. You know what you guys said about the Nets last week? That they wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't say they wouldn't work. I was just questioning who that third star is going to be and their defense. No, but you see, what I thought would happen happened, though. Like how they have James Harden leading the bench units and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew they would stagger yep. the minutes and that did happen. You're right. But I think they've done really well, bro. I think they've done a good job of integrating the three. And they're playing harmoniously. Yep. Bro, but, but are you serious, though? Come on, man. Come on. Yo, we're talking out here like we, we don't know what we're saying. It's a 97-rated player, a 97-rated player, and a 95-rated player. 2K logic. I always come with my 2K logic stuff. <laughs> but stop it. You're going to have these players on the floor against a normal team. Are you going to tell me that they're not going to win? By themselves, the only player who is slightly guardable is Kyrie Irving. And that's only because Kyrie Irving sometimes seems to switch off. James Harden, the only player who can get guard James Harden is himself. There is not a single player in the NBA who can say, you know what, today James Harden is going to be clamped up by me. Nah, it's not even possible. I haven't, I've never seen it. It's just that he's going to be clanging off the, he's going to be clanging off the rim. That's the only opponent he has. He's completely unguardable. He's completely unguardable as well. What you say? Who? Yeah. Kyrie's never switched off on the court either. Really, he's always completely unguardable. Now nah, I would just say I've seen games because especially when he was playing with like LeBron. I mean, like games where he's mentally not there, so it's like he's not playing as hard as he would. He, there are times when he does play like that. I've seen it. So I'm just saying out of, but I'm I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking because I'm saying out of them three players, I'm not just saying I'm not saying that's his actual disposition or he does like on a nightly basis. I'm just saying out of those three players, if you're going to say who is going to have an off night, I'll probably say it would be James Harden. Do have off nights though. But Kyrie... Yeah, but then his off nights comes in playoffs. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a regular season. He's a, he's a Knicks fan. you got to be gearing up for the playoffs, all right? Harden should play for the <laughs> Knicks. He went to the wrong... He went to the wrong borough. He should yeah. be with the Knicks, yeah. exactly. So he can have all the numbers. He can have all the camera lights, all the fame. And playoff time, he just goes to his couch. In his nice New York penthouse. Oh, what is the playoffs? I'm sure they would have taken Mitchell Robinson and uh, Alfred Payne and Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. <laughs> You're sure of that. Valuable young stars, bro. They have a bright future ahead of them. Them niggas hey, going ball. All future all-stars right there. Three of them. Alfred Payton's averaging a double single, bro. <laughs> That's beautiful. Look Takes talent. Who, who else but him? Who else but Alfred? LeBron could never. My man is he's too busy trying to do it. Yanis, who? My man's trying to learn his, <laughs> his clipper haircuts and stuff. 12, three and three. He's never done it. <laughs> yeah. Alfred for, Alfred for ghost, bro. Alfred for MVP. But yeah. It's the real conversation. Look at the Nuggets, though. They finally bounced back. The Nuggets are back to where they were. I mean, they're back in the middle of it. And probably at the end of the season, yeah. they'll definitely be in the top four, not the bottom four. They're too good. They're too good. I just think they're trying right. to figure things out. No, but yeah. the East, I think, I think the West is crazy. We can't really make a decision on what's going to happen there right now. Because right now, even the 11th seed is OKC. And the 12th seed, even let's go 12th seed is Sacramento. They've got an 8 and 10 record. In the, in the East, if you get an 8 and 10 record, you're in a playing game. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. So but that's because the East but is the trash. East, the East has been trash. We we've been known this. Yeah, yeah. But the East is interesting as fuck because right now, you've got the Knicks sit, sat in the eight seed, the Hornets behind them, and then down there you've still got Miami, who's not even in the playoff picture. So Miami's gonna so. go. That's why I told you your Knicks are gonna fall the freak out. Miami's gonna go up. Toronto's gonna go up. Bro, the Knicks have the, the, the Knicks have the best defense in the league. Please don't speak to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say that again with chess, please. <laughs> we have the best defense in the league. By far. Oh, yeah? yeah. By far! Check it. Check how many numbers. Points at 102.8 points. We only allow Yo. 102 points. Look, let's, let's check uh, defensive rating stats. Yesterday I was looking at that and I could have sworn it was um, the Bucks with the best defense. but The Bucks allow I... 111 points. The Lakers are close. They allow 104. They, they can play some defense, though. Bro, let's not talk about no team. If we're out here talking about teams, there's just one thing we need to address. There's one player we need to save. Bro, they're supposed to be my favorite team. They're, they're supposed to be my favorite team. Like, I love the players on the team. 
but the actual team in real life times. Oh my God! Somebody comes. I just I heard I listened to Woj today, and then he said he spoke to Bradley Beal's agent, and they're just trying to get better with the Wizards right now, which yeah. is crazy to me. I, I I think I think that's just what what they're gonna say until like they decide on a team to to trade. But you know to. what? Yeah, I get the feeling that he doesn't want to leave Washington. Like I actually get the feeling that he has ties to the team. He just hates losing. He wants like he has that pride. Yeah. He has that chip on his block. He's that chip on his block type player who wants to be like I'm gonna get good with either these guys or you're gonna get me a new group of guys. But this city, I'm gonna take this city to where it needs to be. Because right. I'm saying if he if. He has had every opportunity to get the fuck out and no one would have blamed him for it. Like, if yep. he wanted to leave, 100%. the fans would be like, yes, we understand, bro. Like, bro, we, we, we get it. We get it. Go. We don't want you to be in this. People feel bad for him, fam. Yo, this guy has lost, like, 10 straight losses when he drops 40 points or more. <laughs> and that is sad. Every time you ball out, you lose. Yeah. And, like, that is the last game. You could just see him like he's looking on, like on the court, and just shaking his head, like "What the fuck is this shit?" Like I'm, he's averaging thirty-five points a game, bro. Thirty-five. And they've only won numbers. three games. I saw a stat. Three games. I saw a stat saying how many forty-point games Bradley Beal had between this season and last season, and I can't remember how many games it was. It was something maybe twenty, maybe thirty, but around there. All but one of the games he lost. Yeah. When he's like, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Like, he just had his lowest sto- scoring game of the season last night with twenty six. Jesus Christ, like you, man! Like that team. I know the defense is bad, but Jesus Christ! Like, I think the Thomas Bryant injury was really big. But even before that, the, like. They were, it's they not like they were winning a bunch though. of games before I that. They would have turned it around with him, but they don't have anyone in the middle now. Yeah, so they think Alex Len is their center. They, bro. That's, exactly. they need Drummond, bro. They really do need Drummond. Drummond would turn it around for them. I'd even play Moritz Wagner for them. It's worth a shot. Yo, like at this point, anything is worth a shot. Because what, like, what's the worst is gonna happen? You you lose more games. I mean, you're already right. losing right now. Like, might as well try something. Yeah, uh, Washington are one and nine against teams in the East. But yeah, going from the bottom of one conference though to a team who said that they would really want him near the top of another conference, which is the Lakers and the Clippers, they both said that we would love to acquire, or there's rumors that they would love to acquire Bradley Bill. Mm-hmm. You think he could go to one of those two, or you think he'll go somewhere else? Because I think he'll go at some point if this continues. Mm-hmm. I think he'll go somewhere. I don't think it's one of those two just because neither of those two teams really have the, the draft assets to, to trade for too. Bradley Beal. No, the Clips traded up like everything to the to OKC for, for Paul George. No, sorry, not the Clips. The Lakers. I think they can give up Montrez. Yeah, but then Montrez... Like, if the, the, if the Wizards Bill, are going to... Really? No, more things as well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because the way, I, at least if I'm the Wizards, if I'm going to trade Bradley Beal, my assumption is that they're going to try to build, like get something for the future. Exactly. So try to do what OKC is doing, where you get a bunch of draft picks and then now you can turn those draft picks into you other draft star players. draft picks from a shit team, or, not from the Lakers. Yeah. The Lakers ain't going to give you shit. For yeah, because the Lakers draft pick is going to be like 19, like somewhere between 19 and 30. Would that be a yeah. great so, yeah. looking no. No, it wouldn't. Would it? Bradley Beal, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. Which is bigger? That's crazy. I. <sighs> the Nets win. No, I think I think Lakers no, I'm win. Lakers win. LeBron carries everyone, bro. Doesn't matter. LeBron yep. wins. Yeah. Now, just mean, I just mean like skill wise and talent wise, like, like which which is better, which which team is better. In, I think in, scoring. I think scoring the the Nets clearly have it, yeah. but then when you're talking about like just a balanced team, I think the Lakers will have it because AD and LeBron are like can play really good defense and, and, and usually do play really good defense in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and yeah. Bill Bill carries weight too. You know what? Maybe it's the Jazz. You maybe how, how would you guys like to see 
Um, Bradley Bill in Milwaukee. Bradley Bill in Milwaukee. Bradley, yeah. do what they give up. Drew Can Holiday. Can they do it though? Drew Holiday. Okay, maybe no, Chris Middleton and. No. Okay, 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 okay. How about Drew? Drew and I don't know Connaughton and a couple picks. Drew and Connaughton, a couple picks. Because now you're big. No, I think I think Bradley Beal could be your closer there. No, well, like him and, bro, him and if you have a team of Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, Yanis, I want to see that team. I want to watch that. Team. Yeah. Because that th- Bill is going to be like, you know what? Yeah, like Yanis, they can even tell Yanis, Yanis, we don't need you to force anything anymore. Bradley Beal is going to have the ball in his hands. You just go do your thing, and that will make Bradley you Bill so much more dangerous. I want to see Bradley Beal and Drew Holiday. Oh, you, yeah, but then now you're moving Chris Middleton to the yeah, three. Yeah, no. You're trading Chris Middleton for Bradley Bill. Nah, fuck that, bro. Mm. I would I wouldn't do that trade. Oh, would Are I? Are you crazy? I think I would. I think I would, bro. Mm, that's... But why would they take? You know what? I can see. I can see. You can make the case that they're. It's good return. It's more, better return than almost any other team can give. Uh, okay, okay, I can see why. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm on your side. Yeah, Bradley Bill is the better player. The more I think about it, he is Bradley a Bill flat is out scorer. Who, right who, he's a high motor guy. Yep. I think I think he could really work with. Uh, and then you still have Drew to, yeah. to anchor down your defense at, the, at that point guard spot. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, but then who's going to be, be, be the guy guarding the three, though? Guarding the three? Throw Yanis on, on someone. No, but Yanis is the four, though, because I'm thinking, like, against the Lakers, for example, Yanis got to guard AD who guards LeBron. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to start giving them ideas. <laughs> I've, I've already told them to. <laughs> they ain't paying me? Where's my paycheck? Like it's not just that. I don't want them to beat my team or offer my ideas. You gotta love the loyalty. Phil Jackson. Uh, yeah. Gotta be thinking like four steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Check is not chess. Yes, sir. Chess not checkers. Hey, Loki, I've I've been running away from talking about the the, the Raptors for, for the longest time. <laughs> just because everyone here is a Toronto fan. Who's who's everyone here? Well, in in uh, in Ottawa, Toronto, Toronto area. <laughs> yeah, the everyone Raptors are in... shit, bro. Ah, this guy. They are doo-doo. <laughs> they're doo doo. They're doo doo. All they know how to do is foul people. That's all. They're fouling doo doo. I, I don't understand how a team like they're ranked num- like either number two or number three in in defensive rating, and offensively they're ranked like fifteenth. Are they number two in defensive rating? I think they're lower. Bro, like, they're actually a good defensive team. On offense, they're actually decent, too. So it doesn't make any sense why they just keep losing games by one or two points. Because their point differential is just 0.5. Because they have people shooting at the lines. They have about 29 free throw attempts per 100 possessions. They, They send people to the lines, bro. And it makes sense because if your best player is someone who can't move his feet no more, they say, move your feet, boy. Don't move your hands. Don't reach. If you reach, I teach. That's the same, bro. And they keep reaching. Literally, I watched a game against the Pels. It was like the Pelicans were up by like two points or something. And OG and Anobi was being guard, was guarding Brandon Ingram, which is like OG is the guy. He's their defensive guy. He's guarding him and Brandon Ingram is driving down the paint. And Norman Powell, with his brick head, decides, you know what, let me put my hand in there and steal the ball from Brandon Ingram. Like, he can't see you. Like, who do you think you is? Are you Michael Jordan? <laughs> You're not Michael Jordan. You're not Kawhi Leonard. Why don't you stay with your player? But no, he follows him. They were up two. Now they're up four. And then you lose the game. And if you check their games, very games like that, they have their shit. And then let's go to the center position. Their center position is a hole, bro. How do you want to stop people when you have no centers? All you, all you have is centers like Aaron Baines. And they even, they waved the other guy. I can't remember what his name was. The guy played for Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, Len. Len, he's a, he, bro, he's long, bro. Just forget about him. He, he might not be in the yeah. NBA for too long either. And then what else are you going to do? Kyle Lowry, yeah, he's Boucher. not moving about your no boy, more. Chris Boucher. What'd you say? 
You forgot about your boy Boucher. <laughs> Boucher, bro. He's the definition of ta- of raw talent. Like, you know what that guy is saying? He's two years away from being two years. Yo, he's two years away from being two years, bro. My guy still jumps on pump fakes. Which, how many NBA players do you see jumping? Like, I mean, full on jumping in the air from a pump fake, from from a shot pump fake, from a normal player. I'm not even saying from like Kobe Bryant or someone. Yo, he leads the league in in three point shots blocked, though. So, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he's jumping for everything, bro. Is that bro? He's jumping for everything. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was listening to the to the Raptors broadcast. No, like, uh, yeah, Chris Boucher leads the league in, in three point block shots. I was like, who the fuck blocks three point jo- jo- shots, bro? <laughs> like, why is the stuff that you're? Your hand is just supposed to be up. Just you know, just counter the player so you can so you can just interrupt the shot a little bit. Not fucking yeah, foul contest. the man and let him shoot three shoot free throws. Hey, did you know Chris Boucher? Is the only player in NBA history to lead the league in most blocked three-point shots while averaging at least 20 and 6. Yeah. There's a stat for That makes him the goal. <laughs> while averaging 20 and 6. 20 what? 20 free throw. It has to be free throw fouls because I know it's not points. My man is not. Chris Boucher is not averaging 20 points. Is it not? Are you mad? There's no way Chris Boucher is averaging 20 points. Hold on. Yeah, if Chris Boucher was averaging 20 points, I feel like they'll be trying to oh. f- force an all-star push. Sorry, 13. He's averaging 13.5 points. Are you mad? This man said 20 points. My I said bad. two no, years no, away no. from being two years, bro. Don't talk to me. No, For a second there, I was shook. I was like, yo, is Chris no, Boucher no, no. balling that hard? He's Am I sleeping? He's averaging 20 minutes. He's doing it in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Still, what happened was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, was, I was like, wait, so it does sound right. 21? <laughs> it gotta be something else. Look, oh, all man. I know is he's a bowler, but the Raptors are fucking trash. And I'm not going yeah. to lie to you, I'm not sure it's reversible this season. Because the, the problems with them doesn't come from one person it comes from an assortment of people it comes from Nick Powell Nick Powell it comes from Nick Powell um, Kyle Lowry OG Ananobi Chris Boucher um, big man Aaron Baines who else so many players are just shit at their defensive just defensive fundamentals bro like if Popovich was on that team he would slap it. I know for sure he would stop the game and just like Send all the bench players out or something. Even the bench is shit, bro. He will, he will bring the reserve. Red flags. He send the red flags on the on the court. Because it's just like so many defensive errors, minor defensive mistakes that they make and they pile up and you're not going to win that way, bro. Not against any team. And you know also, what? I think if they go... I was just going to say, final the, thing that... Big go ahead. Final thing that people need to put in their mind, though, is I do understand why they are shit. They are shit! I understand why. I mean, we did send them all across the whole country to Tampa. So, like, they're in a whole new organization. They're distracted. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. I mean, they might be thinking about that too much. I don't know. It's a new environment. And with professionals who have routines and stuff, if you just alter up everything like that, it might hit them different. Everybody else is playing at places they're used to. They're the only ones who have to figure out the new arena, where their favorite spot on the new court is, stuff like that. Yeah, that's a fair point. I just think... Maybe if they got like a better production from the big man spot, I think that might be because they're not losing games by a lot. They're not getting blown out. They're just losing. Like it feels like every one of their games is lost, and and it's a like a one or two possession game. Mm. And it's just if you had a big man that could block a couple of shots on one end and give you a couple of points on the other end, like that might make the difference. But at this point, I. I don't know exactly who is out there for them to to try to get. Drummond again. Yo, drum. <laughs> bro, everyone can't get Drummond. You know that, right? But they probably have a lot more to give the Cavs for Andrew Drummond, to be honest. And if we're being completely honest, like even if the Raptors are able to turn it around this season and squeak into the playoffs somehow, they're probably going to get bounced in the first round. So would it, it like would it be worth it for them to just kind of give up on this season and? 
draft? Uh, I, I don't. I don't condone tanking personally. No, I'm. I'm not saying the attack. I'm just saying if this continues and up to like you know, fifty games of the season, and you're still stuck at like eleventh or twelfth place, like just 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 take the draft because you. Even if you're good, you're not good enough to compete. So and right now, one team that they can build on right now. Right, build on the Raptors. I think they're still trying to build around OG and Pascal. I don't think it's the best duo to build. They've got uh, OG Pascal at the three and the four. They've got Boucher at the five. They've got Steady Freddy, and then they've still yep. got um, Norman Powell. It's a nice little core. Yeah, like I, th- I think Norman Powell is like. You you can if uh, a good trade package comes that includes uh, Powell and OG, I think you take it. Um, if I was but, if I was Denver, I'd be putting together a package for Norman Powell, including Gary Harris and maybe someone else, and I'd be sending them over, and I'd be putting Norman Powell at my two spot because that guy's a baller. Yo, if I was the Raptors, I'd be putting together Powell. Um, if I'm the Raptors, I flip Pascal. No, uh, Powell, OG, and maybe draft picks and try to get your hands on Bradley Beal somehow, mm-hmm. if that's possible. I don't know. Like, just try, try something. Cause though. I think that gets them to 40 wins. True. Like, it's it's probably not going to be a difference in, like, yeah. They need a big Long term is, yeah. They lost all their bigs, bro. What can they do? Chris Boucher can't carry them. Even if he does yeah. average 20 points, it won't be enough. Yeah. Um, no, but I know you wanted to talk about a little bit more about Utah. It, it keep rolling. Oh, shit, man. I don't even understand. Rudy Gobert has he had, like, his last um, single-digit rebound game was maybe, like, 10, 12 games ago. He had 20, 20 rebound games. He had 17, 19, 15, 12. 18, 18, like, the man just gobbles up and just throws, like, he's consistent, you have to give him that. Maybe he's uh, he's listening to the podcast and using us as motivation. Mm, maybe, yeah. We, 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 we. I don't know, bro, I feel like it's still, I feel like it's still just early season lock or something, I'm not sure if, they're, if they can consistently grind out in the West like this. Are they no, that, are they for real? I don't know. If you actually look at their schedule, they've already beaten the Mavericks twice. They've beaten the Knicks. They've beaten the Warriors. They've beaten the Pelicans twice. They've beaten Denver. They've beaten Atlanta. They've beaten Milwaukee. Okay, um, so the only legit win I see on that is Milwaukee. Because every other team, they beat, De- they, beat Dallas. they beat Dallas when Dallas was sliding. So Dallas has, they're trying to figure something out right now. Atlanta was on its legs. Denver started the season out completely wrong, so it's so it's like they're still finding themselves. So like all of this win, I feel like they're they just got to click together faster than everybody else, and that's what we're seeing. But as soon no, as everybody else clicks, twice. they beat they, the Clippers twice and they beat Phoenix twice as well, bro. And Portland, they've won a lot of games this year, bro. A lot of big games. I don't think they're I mean, as big as the games seen. We'll see. I mean, I mean they're, they're going to prove me wrong At, at the right. end of the day, those, those are still teams that you you still want to be, right? Because even if, um, you know, for example, like Milwaukee that they, they beat, like even if you want to argue Milwaukee's still trying to figure things out, at the end of the day, you still want to beat that team as opposed to, you know, losing to them. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- th- that's still one of the, the, the games that you still want, you still have scheduled um, circle on your calendar. And you, you showed up and you handled business. Exactly. Yeah, but they beat the Clippers, so I mean, give them props. True. I don't think they maintain at this level. I think they settle at about a four or five seed and get bounced in the second round. It is what it is, bro. The West is too stacked. Yeah. The Lakers winning it. Yeah, the Clippers. The, the Clippers are shooting the fuck out of the ball right now too. As a, I as told a you whole guys team. Paul George was on. No one believed me. He's on smoke. No, bro, but- here's the thing. 
Paul George is always performed in regular exactly. season. Exactly. Like no one that. is no, no one has one ever said it. regular season Paul George I, is right now. No one isn't. cares about this seventy games or so, bro. Everyone's waiting for the playoffs to see what happens. Yeah, that he's it's playoff good. P that we're scared of. Exactly, he's too good of a player for anyone to even doubt him in the regular season anymore. He's already checked that box. Now, bro, is that telling me Damian Lillard has been going off in the season, bro? Nobody gives a fuck anymore, bro. We know you're gonna do that shit. What can you do in the playoffs when it counts? No, but PG had a down year even in the regular season last year. Plus, no, he, what do you bro. mean he had a down year last season? Are you are you dumb? He did he had a down year, and he only averaged I think twenty two points per game or something like that, down from twenty eight. But, bro, I I just think PG's a different monster, bro. He's his Indiana days showed us that he can carry in the playoffs. He just needs to get back to that, and I feel like this season I have a feeling he might be able to. I don't know why, but I think he will. I mean, I hope he does, but... Actually, no, I don't hope he does, because that means they beat the Lakers. Um, I, I, I hope he continues his, uh, his playoff P performances. That would make me real happy. Mm. I don't think he actually... I don't know what it is, bro, because I don't think Paul George is the player who mentally gets scared of the moment. I don't think he is. I, don't, I just think he is... Like, when the playoffs come around, he... He just doesn't perform at the the same level or better. I, but I don't think that... You know what? I don't think it's a mental thing, though. I don't think it's like he's having this block. I feel like it's just really bad timing on his part. That whenever like, he's in his worst condition, or he has this issue or that issue or blah, blah, blah. It's playoff time, and he's just not in it. Because what I'm saying is that the like a warrior mentality is a warrior mentality, bro. On the paces, look at what he did. He was fighting LeBron toe-to-toe, and then he broke his leg... And came back, bro. He didn't just come back. He bounced the fuck back. Like, the only person who seems to be mm. doing just as good in my basketball memory is Kevin Durant. Like, I, I've never seen a player just come back like that off of... Bro, Kevin Durant, that makes sense. But let's, let's not talk about that. I Paul George came mm. back and he was still proving himself. So, I think maybe come playoff time, it's just that he's been unlucky. So, as long as he's healthy going into the playoffs this season... I see them doing okay. Not big. So far, okay. I, I think. I, I think my, my like the the problem with poor George just might be an accountability issue, because every time that something happens in the playoffs, it's someone else's fault, mm. right? And at some point, you just have to internalize it and decide, I'm going to be better than this next time. Because yeah. when Dame hits that shot on you, don't go out saying it was, it was a bad shot, shot. <laughs> bro. Just he hit the shots and I should have played better defense and next season you come back playing better defense. Bro, what, but then when you... What better defense though? Are you telling me that now you got to guard him up for 90 feet? Bro! You, if you're not picking Dame up from half court, you're playing bad defense. Like there's there's guys where you just... Sh- if KD is coming down the court with the ball, you guard him wherever he is. You guard Steph wherever he is. You don't like... You don't let... You don't give Dame space. Come on. Like it's yeah. day, and then last season after, like after you break all those shots and, and hit the side of the backboard, you decide, ah oh, no, it was uh, it was the way the coach was playing me. It's like no, how about you take some responsibility and be like, no, next season when I come back in the playoffs, I'm going to fucking ball out. But then he just keeps blaming everyone else, and like so I don't think it's like uh, he chokes in the playoffs. I just think he blames everyone else for his performance in the playoffs. Oh, I see. What yeah, you mean. that's actually an interesting point. But yeah, it's it's we're gonna see, man. I think PG will be able to hold up this year. To be honest, I think he'll yeah. ball out in the playoffs. I mean, I hope he does. He, I, if he wants, he can ball out. But then once he gets it to the Lakers, I hope he chokes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I'm boring some of Noble's toxicity. <laughs> you wanna know my toxicity? Don't even fuck with me, bro. My toxicity is that I want him to get into the playoffs. I want him to beat the Clippers. And then I want him to lose in the finals. Wait, wait, you want Paul George to lose to the Clippers? Sorry, beat the Lakers. I want oh. him to beat the Lakers. And then I want him to get right to the end. Right there. The Clippers are about to win a ring. And then I don't care who the... But no, I don't want Brooklyn in, I don't want Brooklyn in there, though. That's, that's a good story. I want See, some team who winning it doesn't really mean much to anybody else. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The box, yeah, let them roll through and they just, just like I mean, like four game sweep. 
complete domination. Break his spirit. That's break his spirit. That's that's what I want to see. Bro, you're always welcome on the next, bro. <laughs> Hey, just before we do end this, this All-Star break isn't too far away now. And thinking about it, who do you think will be a first-time All-Star this year? Rudy <sighs> Gobert. <laughs> Wasn't Rudy an All-Star last year? I, I brought this section up for a reason. I got my pick. I, I, I don't have one. Who's yours? I know. Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's averaging 22, 11, and 6. Oh, fucking dead. This man's been... Oh, nah, but... my God, bro. Giannis is in his position, so there's Giannis. There's Embiid in his position. It's okay. He deserves it, though. There's Giannis and Embiid. There is... Who else? Is, Ta- is Tatum frontcourt or backcourt? Tatum. Don't think... Wait, do they still do it? Yeah, do, do they still um, do it front court, back court, or are they going to do it by position now properly? Because that that because if it's front court, back court, then he might have a tough time. Yeah, uh, making it just because Jimmy Butler now counts as a uh, front court player. Okay, yeah, and like bro, small forwards. Know, guys, let me tell you the truth. I haven't been able to watch a lot of basketball games real time. Like I haven't really been able to watch any games live. I think I might have to pay for NBA League Pass to be honest, because I have eight AM classes every single day. So I just watch the highlights. I don't really get the full story. I don't get the real feel for the game. But mm. from the little that I have seen though, yeah, I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to be an all star. Yeah. Exactly. I mean he, he's been too injured. Like, COVID has pretty much kept him out for the last couple of weeks. I have him in my fantasy. Mm-hmm. And every game is just Jimmy Butler's out. He's on, He's been on IR for like three weeks now. And it's yeah. it's really hurting me, but we're still t- we see taking dubs. No, the, the players that I was thinking of for first, first time All-Stars that you guys didn't know is probably Jalen Brown. Oh, Jalen Brown hasn't been an All-Star. Yeah, he's an All-Star for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, he's making it this Jaylen year. Jalen Brown. And then there was another guy in the East, I think. Also, I think, a shooting guard. Ah, I can't mm. remember off the top of my head. But Jalen Brown, I think, will definitely be an all-star this year. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that with that pick. He's but been bowling out. And you know what? Do you know what's funny? I've always preferred Jalen Brown to Jason Tatum. Always. From, from the start. Right. I mean, I guess because he plays more physical. Exactly. You know, I love my physical players. Yeah. And, like, he, he's improved his, his like, play creation, like, off-the-dribble moves, too. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys where every season he's he's made an improvement. On a serious Unlike level, a Ben Simmons. No. Other than yeah? Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is, is a guy who will be an all-star for many years to come because of the way he plays. He bullies people and he does all of this shit. And he just, he makes it look easy sometimes. And the defense and everything, he's just a perfect player to have on pretty much any team. But, back to my original point. Give me six frontcourt players in the East that will go in ahead of Julius Randle. Averaging 22, 11 and 6 on 47% from the field and 37% from three. Mm. Embiid? Embiid, cool. Giannis? Giannis, cool. KD? Uh, uh, let's see, who else? KD, right? Yeah, yep. KD. Oh, yeah, for sure, KD. KD. Um, wait, is Jason Tatum front court too? Yeah. Yeah, so Tatum. Yep, so Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jalen uh, Brown. Brown. That's backcourt. He's a shooting guard. That's backcourt? Okay. Um... I think Gordon Hayward is probably going to make it this year. Fine, Gordon Hayward, that's five. I wouldn't put Hayward above Randall. I'm not sure I would do that. Demant, Demant, think... Demant Sabonis, bro. I don't know how to say his name. Sabonis. Sabonis. Oh, yeah. Sabonis, yeah. That, even that Randall is at worst number seven, and I think he fights with Hayward for that sixth spot. I think he's going to be a, a, an all-star this year. And there's that boy, Bam, too. Bam. Oh, oh yeah, true. There's Bam. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah, bro. It's gonna be this... tight in there, you know, because Bam hasn't had like an exceptional season. That you look at the season, you look at the season Randall's had. Numbers wise, Randall's better, and it seems in the playoffs as well. So, mm. I mean, I I'd be surprised if he made if he made it. But there's a, I think there's a chance he makes it as like a injury replacement or a reserve oh, or wow. something like that. Wow. Yeah. Prepare to be no. surprised, motherfucker. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, when I'm thinking of the like the all star uh, all star team, I'm thinking of the guys who get voted in and the players who get picked by the coach by the coaches. I don't think he makes it in that first initial cup. And if you know a guy has either COVID or or you know just injuries close all star break, mm. and they bring in those reserves, and I think he he has a better chance there than uh, fan voting. Because yeah. other than Knicks fans, I don't think there's a lot of fans looking looking to to vote Julius Randle into the All Star game. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've pretty much covered uh, covered everything else. Is there any other topics that you guys wanted to to bring up? Nah, no, not really. R.I.P. to my man, Sekou Smith, Definitely. NBA beat writer, legendary. He always had opinions that always clearly reflected mine. So I like the way he thought. But COVID, He's Corona, he passed away to Corona, so sending prayers to his family. Fuck Corona. I loved ones, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah rest up, Seiko Smith, bro. Yeah, man, rest in peace. And um, with that, I uh, bid you guys adieu. Thank you very much for, for listening to this episode of Pump Fiction. Man, you Arsenal! That's all the man is now. This sad ass Knicks fan is about to cry. This sad ass man is about to cry. After Arsenal win, I'm gonna check the NBA and find out that the Knicks still have the best defense in the league, and you guys, <laughs> OKC, are trash. And on that Bro, note, guys, we are gonna end up with a better record with with you in the Premier League and in the NBA. So let's not talk shit right now. Let's not talk shit right now. Alright, later guys. <laughs> <laughs> Next you're playing the Clippers. Oh, let me laugh. Oh, let me laugh in French. Oh, ha, ha, ha. That's how Rico Bear laughs. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Best defense, yeah? Y'all better show it. Y'all better show it. Let me the laugh Stifle Tower is coming to town. Yeah. Right. You, can, you can laugh in Kawhi if you want, bro. It doesn't matter. It's not Kawhi, it's the French Kawhi. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Why got Julius Randle? I don't think so. No, you can't. Nobody can count Randle. Nobody needs to. You just need to step to his left. Yo, Randle might be the most unguardable player in the league. Yeah, I think he reminds me of Shaq a little bit in his prime. Yo, is is Randle really just the taller version of James Harden? If Randle was a six foot six, if Randle was six foot six, he'd be a bum. Nah, you wouldn't. If Randall was 6'6", he'd be Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh! You, you really gonna disrespect oh, a man like that? Wow. <laughs> you gonna disrespect that? Oh, this guy has like words that. for Chuck. Hey, yo, they got the same number of rings. That's all I know. Ah. <laughs> hey, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Put that on a t-shirt, underdog. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Everybody, rest up, Smith. Everybody, enjoy right. COVID-free time, please. All right, mask up, everyone. COVID is real. <laughs> <laughs>